0: Joey and Amanda podcast I'm Amanda
1: and I'm Amanda
0: oh no I'm Joey uh, <laughs> this is something that you and I are really passionate about mm-hmm um, we talk a lot about this with each other yeah um, failures
1: but is it really a failure I don't yes. think so right. I don't think there's such thing as failures I That's think where I was going. <laughs> Think failures is just actually just learning.
0: I'm gonna call them defining moments because mm-hmm. each time it happened, it's sort of like a different theme in terms of what came from it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think
1: I think when things like that happen, it shakes up your world and it kind of like re like a new path has started. Whenever yeah. something really big like that has happened, and yeah. I think that's you know it's great because. Then life would be boring if everything's always going
0: perfect. That's really true. And also, when I realized that um, I should be grateful for these moments, it was like a weight lifted off my shoulder. The pressure of feeling like I had to get everything right or be perfect went away. Mm -hmm. So let's just talk through, like, what was, maybe what was, like, the first uh, defining moment you had? I'm going to call them defining moments. Okay. Uh, or maybe the greatest one, or one that had a specific theme that you want to bring up right now.
1: I'm sure there's so many. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna pull some off we'll from the top a, of we'll my head. Couple, yeah, yeah. Um, I think a really big one that really shook up not only my world but my family's world was Hurricane Wilma, 2006, uh-huh. I believe. So Hurricane Wilma happened in South Florida. My dad owned. A grocery store he actually had just finished buying off the second half because there were two owners and he just finished finally getting it and we were so happy about it and everything was great and then hurricane wilma came along and it just dist- completely destroyed the business mm-hmm. so you know my dad is an immigrant and he worked really hard to get to where he was so it was it seemed like it was so devastating and it was at the moment but um he he lost a lot. Our family lost a lot and we had to move somewhere where the insurance wasn't as high, kind of start all over and start um, in a house that was cheaper than the one in Florida and all of that stuff that happens when there's a disaster um, of any kind. So we ended up moving to North Carolina and it was horrible. I mean, as a teenager in the middle of high school, it was just devastating. It was, everything seemed dark and horrible and I was, coming from, like, an amazing, beautiful, sunny place and something that I was so used to, to a little bit more of a closed-minded state for sure. Um, North Carolina. Yeah, North Carolina. Like, when I went... It was more diverse in Florida than when I went to North Carolina. It was very weird and kind of like a culture shock to see that people were self-segregating themselves in the lunchroom. And, I mean, we're talking about not that long ago. So, um... Yeah. So that was really hard. But at the end of it all, our family got closer. My dad, um, he sold the business, but he... It took him a year to kind of get it back on its feet so he can sell the the grocery store again. So with that year, my parents did long distance relationship, which brought my parents so much closer because they realized how much they kind of like just miss each other's mm-hmm. presence. And um, after that, I saw a huge change in my dad. Like he changed so much. He was more present. He, whenever, like when he finally moved back, he was more present. He was just so much of a better dad and husband. Um, so, and it was just, you know, he was just, just cooking more, just being home more, just, um, kind of cherishing every moment more.
0: Right.
1: And, uh, yeah. So I think sometimes it, You know, things like this happen and there's so many natural disasters happening all around the world all the time right now. there's the fires in California and you might lose everything, but it really just puts into perspective that material things and all that doesn't really matter as much that, you know, as much as family. And it brought me to, you know, going to school where I did, where I got an amazing education in fine arts and the people that I met. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't be where I am today if that didn't happen, I don't Mm -hmm. think so. You know, I'm glad it happened, even though at the moment it seemed like the most horrible thing in the world. I mean, it
0: seemed like not just you, like it was whole, a whole, whole family. It was a
1: whole family thing, yeah. And I think my dad, it hit my dad the hardest because my whole family moved to North Korea. Like my mom and my sisters and my brother, we all moved together, but he was the one that had to do the long distance, so right. it hit him hard. So uh I think it's just appreciation and realizing that how important – family is and no matter where we are in the world as long as we are together you know it's we'll be fine
0: yeah yeah my uh how about yours well how i relate to that in that same um theme would be and this is something that i feel like i feel like i talk about this on every podcast in some way i find a way to make this a part of it but it's it really fits is that you know when i look back when i was growing up with my siblings the way I remember some things is that I was not the best older brother. Like I was mean and I bullied my sisters and my brother, even though they don't remember it like that. (laughs) But I I don't know. Maybe they're just trying to make me feel better about it. Cause when I look back, it makes me feel horrible. Yeah. Well, I
1: have that too. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And the failure is like, I I felt like I failed as an older brother, as the, as like the oldest in the family. Like I didn't set a good example for my siblings. I felt like I didn't do a good job of, helping them grow as they were going through different times in their lives, mm-hmm. I was sort of, how I think of it, a, a sort of an obstacle. Yeah. And um, so, you know, I have such an appreciation for them now, and um, I go above, above and beyond to show my appreciation for them every single day and tell them how much I love them and how much they mean to me. And um, I don't know, I feel like that's...
1: Yeah, yeah, that makes sense.
0: I feel like that's, um, it, I feel like it's under the same sort of theme because without that, I don't know if today I would have the same relationship I have with my siblings if I hadn't had gone through that yeah. growing up. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you think?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense.
0: Um, but the, I think the biggest one for me is um, when I was in high school, and I've told this story on a previous podcast, but and I'm not going to go fully into it, but... Um, you know, when I was in high school, I played sports. That was sort of my identity.
1: Yeah. Well, even as a little kid, you played yeah, play. yeah, sports. Yeah, yeah.
0: But then in high school, that's sort of like, that's sort of all I did. Yeah. And, um, but I will also say that there was a part of me that, I'm not a part, all of me, that daydreamed and sort of like romanticized about the idea of acting and performing. Mm-hmm. But I, wasn't going to act on it. I didn't, I don't think I had the courage to really mm-hmm. like break out of what I was doing yeah. and do that because it was different from what I had been doing.
1: Yeah, maybe you thought of it as just a fun thing because you did do it since you were little. I've seen the videos of you, um, as a, was it, were you a detective? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, yeah.
0: I, I thought that's just what I do with my family. Right. Because at yeah, home yeah. I was entertaining my family all the time and yeah you know my dad and i and my brother and my sisters we would we would make videos and yeah um i just
1: wanted to bring that up because that's not every family does that every family does not do that like you have videos acting since you were little yeah
0: yeah that's that's true but i just sort of thought that's what i do on my own time right or with my family Mm -hmm. um i never thought i really didn't think about really going for it as like a career or um something to do in high school school for sure especially because I was sort of in this bubble and I sort of like put myself in this bubble. I was like, you know, I'm an athlete and that's yeah, you know? So anyway, I, um, I, around my junior year, I started to have this lower back pain that was getting worse and worse. And it ended up being like a um, bulging disc that was pinching nerves down my leg, but I couldn't play sports. Yeah. So, and I was on all these teams, but I couldn't play. So I was just sitting on the sideline watching and, you know, time was going on, and I, in the seasons, were happening, and everyone was getting better, and I was just sitting there watching, and it sucked. I, I started to feel like I wasn't a part of these teams anymore. Yeah, and this is you have to remember, like this is to me what my identity was.
1: Yeah, was, and it's such a big deal in high school. I mean, sure. everything is a big deal in high school. For sure,
0: yeah. So that alone, you know, I felt like a absolute failure. I just. What like what was I doing? I was just sitting there like watching for months and months. Oh my like, gosh! Like no, really, really. I mean, it's really. What was I doing? Yeah. But it. But then it sort of got deeper because I started. It sort of spiraled me into thinking. Okay, what am I doing? next like why am i what am i doing with my life like yeah it's sort of sp- and then and i didn't know what i wanted to do and mm-hmm. i had never really thought about it but this was sort of making me think about it
1: yeah because you had to just sit there
0: and that made it all worse because i didn't know mm-hmm. and um i was very sad and i was very mm-hmm. I, I you know i you wouldn't have really known it i think if you were around me in school or or in social settings but you know, when I'd go home and I would be, I'd, I would, I would, I was going through a dark time for sure. But how I dealt with that was, you know, I needed a creative outlet. I didn't have one. Yeah. So I started to do impressions and I started to kind of act out in class and get in trouble in class. But I was really just looking for like attention because I think that's how I was dealing with this thing I was going through.
1: Yeah. And you love entertaining. And I
0: love entertaining, but, but. But I didn't think of it as... that. I, I think I was just doing it instinctually because yeah. I do love it. But I didn't do that in school. I was sort of quiet in class. Mm-hmm. I was sort of an observer in social situations. When I'd go home, I would be like that. But I wasn't like that to the world, really. Yeah. Um, but because I was going through this thing, I started to come out of my shell as a way of coping with whatever I was going through internally. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. So... Because of that, um, I had somebody who asked me, a, a buddy of mine, um, asked me if I wanted to act in a scene he was doing for a directing class, and I said, "Yeah." I mean, I I said yes, and and I am where I am today because of that. Because I did that, and that cha- that doing that changed my life.
1: And and can can we also just say how amazing? is that as soon as you started doing that and you got so happy, all of a sudden your back pain got better?
0: Right. So that's what I was going to say is, you know, I did that scene and we started rehearsal for it. And all of a sudden it was like, I mean, this is what I'm doing forever. Yeah. And yeah, my my back pain that I was going to physical therapy twice a week, chiropractor twice a week, on all this medicine, all this stuff, it went away on its own when I started doing, when I started acting. So- um yeah and I, I think the the moral of it is like if I hadn't been going through what I was going through I don't know if I would have accepted that opportunity. Yeah. Like I don't know if I would have you said probably yes. would if, I probably You probably wouldn't have because
1: you had to be training and Yeah, if I was
0: like playing sports and I was happy doing that even though I wasn't really happy. But if I was doing that and I was content with it, mm-hmm. I probably I probably would have said no. Yeah. And um that's what can this is I mean I am where I am now because of because of everything that I went through with my back and with all that stuff. So it's crazy because when I think back on it, if you would have told me something good is going to come from this while I was going through it, I just would have said no way. Mm-hmm. So that's just right there. If you're going through something like that, I promise, there is a something really good is going to happen.
1: Yeah, it's like something will, will find its way. There's somebody actually that has that's part of our community for a long time. And he, I know that he's bedridden and he's been sick for years, but he's, he's picked up photography and he takes photos from outside of his window, like from his window. Mm -hmm. And I think it's amazing because it's a different perspective of what can you see from your window if you can't really leave your room. But, but that just reminded me, I, I feel like, um, it's really amazing that that happened to you and that you went through, through all of that. And look at you now.
0: Yeah, I think the theme there is just like meant to be. Yeah. I was meant to go through all that because it led me to where I am today, which is like the happiest I've ever been doing the thing that I love to do. Yeah. So.
1: And it makes life so much easier once you kind of just have that you just relax whenever something goes wrong because you're like, you know what? I know that this will make sense later and it just makes life so much easier. 100%. I remember the first time I felt like that was um when I got let go from E Entertainment. Yep. And b- before before I tell you that story, um when I moved to Los Angeles, before I moved, somebody told me, a mentor at the time had told me, um, you know, I was very worried because I was thinking of moving actually to New York. I knew I wanted to move to a big city because whatever it is that I wanted to do, I wanted it to be like, and I wanted to reach people all over the world. And I felt like if I lived in a big city, that would help. So I was going to leave North Carolina and I was going to move to New York. And this person told me, don't be afraid because whatever it is that you wherever you end up going you can always start over and you can always go back home mm-hmm. so that just clicked in my head for some reason and it made me feel kind of invincible like I can go anywhere I can do anything like if something goes wrong I always have a place to fall back on I always have a family I can always start over you know um so then when I came to California and a year later, I started working for entertainment, illustrating for their articles. About eight months in, they let me go because they wanted to put more money into um, just other things, fashion. I think it was mostly fashion. But um, so, yeah, so they told me the day of the VP was like, Amanda, um, so today's going to be your last day. And I was not was not expecting it at all.
0: And can I just set the like the your your circumstances here? Yeah. You're living. On your own, yeah, for the first time in your life, yes, and now you're in being a studio, to- in a studio apartment, and now you're being told that the one way you were making money is, which no I was longer, so happy, right, is no longer happening. Yeah. So just, I just wanted to make sure that everyone's clear on like what you were feeling when you were told you're being let go here. Yeah, like the amount of failure that you probably thought that you were feeling.
1: That's that's true. So I was, I was, thank you for that. I was living by myself in a studio for the very first time living alone, um, fake, trying to figure it all out, how to be a human and be self-sufficient. And uh, yeah, I was working in my dream job. Like it was amazing to be drawing every single day. And then all of a sudden she told me that. But for some reason, I was not, one percent sad like I did not even I didn't cry I didn't feel upset I didn't think oh my gosh I need to leave I'm so embarrassed like I actually stayed that day till like three or four in the morning working um getting my website really ready for the world like prepping everything like print sales website like because also side note they had a really great computer it was way better than the laptop I had at home at a great desktop um so I was using it to like 3 a.m and um I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna try to be my own boss and just freelance, and we'll see what happens. So, because I was let go, I became my own boss in 2015, and I have never worked for anybody else since then. And I was actually making I don't know, ten times more than I'm making at now. I was making at entertainment. So, you know, when when you're let go from a job, and maybe it seems like your dream job. And everything feels like it's like crushing around you. Actually, before before I started really selling my artwork, a couple months after that, um, I was just eating beans and like whatever I can scrap from from the leftovers of that month. So. Yeah, it might seem like it's really bad and it might get really bad for a little bit, but it always gets better as long as you keep pushing through and you're trying your hardest, I think. So,
0: I that's unfreaking believable. What, a, like, that is, I want to go back to something really quickly. I'm mm-hmm. curious about something. So, you're like, you, you said you didn't feel sad, you didn't feel discouraged or anything. I was actually excited, it was weird. What is that thing? Like, what? What is that? Why was I excited? Yeah, like what? It was, <laughs> no, no, I, I I'm really, like, yeah. You know, it's such a. I feel like that's such a unique response to that. And what is it? Is it that you?
1: I feel very confident in in my work, and I just felt that there had th- things have things happened before the entertainment, other things that would have been failures, which I can go into after, but um, that kept showing me Mm -hmm. that i was just learning these were Mm -hmm. learning experiences and every time something big happened it always kept getting a little bit better like life kept getting a little bit better right so um i was kind of excited because i knew this was going to just flip my world around and i didn't know what i was going to end up doing but i just had a good feeling that everything was going to be okay and that um and, and I was excited for whatever life was going to throw at me again, knowing that if anything got really bad, I can always just go back home and start back,
0: mm.
1: you know, but at, at zero, but you never start back at zero after you fail right. because you have learned so much you're Not in
0: that same space. As you, you were. You're
1: not in that same space. So right. even if I went back home, I would go back home with all of this new knowledge and I would be ready to just start again in whatever city. um thank goodness that didn't happen but you know if it did it would have been okay
0: yeah amazing well I think that I think okay I like this theme thing I want to keep running with this theme thing so what is the theme there that you that you because of that you found confidence from within yourself that you could do this yeah and if you hadn't been let go who knows how long you would have just been sitting there Working for somebody else, yeah, and not having making, the confidence to be like, you know what, I'm just gonna do it on my own. Yeah, yeah.
1: Even well,
0: well,
2: yeah, yes,
1: <laughs> yes, but remember that I always said at at age 25 I wanted to be my own boss. That's true. So I did say that before. Well, it was just
0: maybe a kick in the butt to be like, all right, you can do it now. You're ready to go right now. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So it's you know ma- manifesting. Yeah. That'll be another episode. Yeah, oh my god, yeah. <laughs> that's that's a good topic. Um, but yeah. So yeah, that you would planned be planned out one. your whole life ahead of
0: time <laughs> and everything you said happened.
1: I know, it's weird. Maybe it's I'm a crazy. psychic and I don't even know it. Maybe. I know when I when I've actually when Joey and I first started dating, I honestly think we're like three weeks in. Yeah. I was like, I want to get married at age twenty nine.
0: And when did you get married?
1: Twenty nine. I know. It just flowed perfectly. And it
0: it happened so organically.
1: Yeah. Whoa. I don't know. Whoa. What did I say for a child? Am I married to a psychic? <laughs> what did I say for a child? I think I said 30 or 31, but I'm already turning 30. Yeah. We'll see. No, I said 30. We'll see.
0: I I don't know. I think you said 31.
1: I don't know. I don't remember.
0: Maybe you said pregnant at 30. Child. Oh, yeah.
1: Pregnant. I did say pregnant at 30. That's what I meant. Oh yeah, I forgot. It takes nine months. Yeah, so, so, could be thirty-one. Could be.
0: We'll see. Oh boy. <laughs> um. All right. That's great. That is so inspiring. Are you kidding me? That's like unfreaking believable.
1: That was a good story. That's I can't such believe a good I, was, story. I was. I was. It, you know, could've, it could have. It could have. I could have. And you were there like late at home. night,
0: janitor there. Like, oh my gosh, he's closing up. Yeah, and you're just there working. I'm just up there your working, website. and I remember un-freaking- driving real. back
1: on Wilshire and. Another another thing I just thought of, I think I've shared this in another podcast before, but even before E-Entertainment, when I was in like a horrible relationship and I was just working three jobs to make ends meet, I was working for Greenpeace, I'm standing outside of the Starbucks and I'm looking at this building and this is so, I'm not even making this up, but it sounds like I wrote it, like it's like from a book, but I was, uh, this was a year before E-Entertainment. I'm I'm working outside trying to get people to sign up for a Greenpeace and um really struggling in my life at this point. And I'm looking at this building and I'm like, oh, it must be nice to just like work in a nice building and just like everybody was dressed so nicely and they just like went to get their coffee. And, smile, Yeah, everybody's and like having a carefree. good time. And I'm like just, you know, wearing like old <laughs> like you know just clothes and i can barely get a haircut i can barely even afford any makeup or anything and i'm standing out there i was like that'd be nice and i'm not kidding like six months to a year later that was the exact building i ended up working in for E entertainment so and you're just randomly and assigned
0: to go to that starbucks yeah
1: and i didn't Un- even and believable. i had no idea e entertainment was in that building right. like i didn't know right so that's also when did you weird.
0: find out that E was in there
1: when i went in for the interview and i You're was like, like that's the building? <laughs>
0: yes. That's uh, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's unfreaking believable. Yeah. What? I know. You're unreal.
1: <laughs> You're I don't know how that happened. I don't know. But it's pretty awesome. I feel like nothing I, I feel like nothing like that ever happened until i moved to LA, honestly. Like i never had any of these situations, yeah. like movie-like situations. Yeah. Like i was just like, you know, living in the suburbs like North Carolina and just yeah. uh going to school? Like, I never really had. You just
0: trusted that feeling. You had to be somewhere, and then you got here, and it was, like, meant to be. And then
1: everything started kind of happening. Like, everything kind of, my life feels kind of like a movie. Once I started to let go and just listen to my gut, that's when everything started, like, kind of, like, clicking, and it was all just like, oh, my God, I I had this vision, or, like, this happened, and this happened. It was just once I kind of just listened to my gut, even though everything could have gone really wrong
0: yeah that's a, that's a that's a good like that's a good one too to talk about even because yeah.
1: and I, you're like that too. well i feel like if i
0: a, don't listen to my gut and it ends up and i look back and it's like ah, i should have listened like that is a failure in itself because oh there's nothing worse than not listening to your gut and then regretting not listening to your gut
1: yeah yeah um, you know i think there's a study which I shouldn't bring it up since I don't know one hundred percent, but someone had told me that there is a study saying scientifically now that like your that feeling that you get in your gut, I don't know how they figured it out, but it's like your second brain.
0: I'm trying to think of an example of a time I didn't listen to it and I
1: There's so many of those, even like little ones where you're like, Oh, I should take some cash, like, Oh no, I don't and then I go out and I need cash. Yeah, right. Like there's so many like little things. Even those little
0: ones, they all add up. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you gotta listen to it. (laughs) I know. I don't know if it's just because we were just talking about this story, but it may, it does make me think of the uh, of the weed story, because I was like, I should I should not do this. Oh yeah. And then I and then it was like, yep, no, nope, shouldn't have done it.
1: Oh my gosh! Yeah, that you know? was not good. Would that be considered a a? Fear? I think it, I
0: think so. I mean, yeah, yeah, I think so. I, I think there's a couple things that came from that, but. Um, you want to go in with the story? Oh, boy. <laughs> all right, I'll try and do it quickly. So Amanda was uh, approached by, do you remember the name?
1: Uh, I forgot his name, but he is a scientist turned chef mm-hmm. that started doing these, uh, like, was it, like, four or five?
0: It was a five-course five course meal. dinners. Yeah.
1: But he was also, he does these five-course dinners that are all infused with what? do, what do with we?
0: THC with oil with weed.
1: Yeah, with weed. I was um, like marijuana. With marijuana, <laughs> all, in,
0: all of it was infused with it. Meaning, like it was in the oil that they cooked the chicken with. It was in the dressing for the salad. It was in. It was it in was the a drink. Part, it, was, it, yeah, was it was in the, the it was appetizer. A part
1: of everything. It, it was really so. Th- he approached me and he was like, "We always have a guest artist performing, like painting live, and." do you want to be a part of this? And I was like, you know what? This is kind of different. Sure, I'll do it. Yeah. So, you know, I would either get paid or um, it was like, yeah. When, when was this? This was a while two, ago. Maybe
0: two years ago. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, I was painting live yeah. and Joey and I were there and we decided to eat would eat the meal, which is my first time having anything infused.
0: Right. But let me go back for a second because- when you and I, first, like, we at first said, and we even we even re- reached out about it. We were like, we don't want right. weed in ours. Because right. my instinct was, like, those days for me are over. I, I haven't, like, I haven't messed around with weed in a long time. Yeah. And I just felt like I can't handle it because this is going to be, this isn't, like, the high school days where it's, like, a bunch of high school kids making edibles in their it, you or know, brownies, or making something. brownies like this is like the real deal stuff. So I don't know if I can handle it. Okay. Right. So mm-hmm. um, we get there and it was a great event. Like it really people was. got dressed up and there were waiters and and there were so many people there. Yeah, it, was it was really a cool, cool warehouse. Um, yeah. And you were painting live, and I was like, you know, mingling around and talking to people. And there's
1: a lot of cool characters there. Yeah, for really. Sure.
0: Yeah, it was a great conversation with people. And, then and it can was, I just co- say, the oh.
1: food? Sorry, was yeah. beautiful. It looked unbelievable, and it, and, and it tasted so good. Even the one, like we started off with those appetizers that weren't infused, and um, well, no, I
0: think that the appetizers were everything was.
1: There were some that weren't. And then oh. I feel like then there weren't enough. No, oh, okay. we like wanted more. Okay, and like, okay. we're just, then it was just like, whatever.
0: Yeah, like, okay, well, <laughs> I, I'll get to that. So, so but, but I just want to say that I sort of got swept up in the moment. And I think I had been talking to somebody who had said, Oh yeah. If you've, if you've like, you know, smoked before in your life, you'll be fine. I yeah. sort of was getting caught up in the moment.
1: Right. Cause everybody was doing yeah, it. Yeah,
0: And I was like, all right, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'll be yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, so we sit down to eat, and they start bringing out the meals, and, and I'm eating everything. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm eating the bread where it's in the butter. I'm eating the french fries where it's in the oil. I'm eating the chicken where it's in the oil. I'm eating the salad. I'm eating some of yours. Like, e- I I am going all out because yeah. on top of that, I'm hungry. <laughs> and when I start eating, you know, yeah. I can't stop. Yeah. So I was really, and it, the food tasted amazing. Mm-hmm. So.
1: I, I didn't. I I didn't oh I didn't go in. I did eat, but there were drinks that were infused and that were weren't that weren't. And yeah. I chose the one that wasn't infused. And I
0: chose the one that was. Yeah. So I'm eating the meals, I'm having the drink. I'm going I went from zero to hundred. I was I, I walked in there thinking I wasn't gonna do anything. And here I was probably leading the party and the most things eaten and drinking. Yeah,
1: and and you had my leftovers, which I Feel like it was probably the parts that were <laughs> infused or yeah, something.
0: I mean, it was, I really like screwed up. And let's just say 45 minutes later, I'm sitting there and I look at the guy next to me and it, he's talking to me, but all of a sudden I can't hear him anymore. And it feels like he's 30 yards away and whispering and he's changing colors and he's getting smaller. <laughs> and I look at you and and like something weird's happening and and then I'm like, oh, I gotta get out of here. I go to the <laughs> bathroom and I go to stand up and it took me thirty five minutes to stand up out of my chair. And this is just the appetizer hitting me. Like this is just like this isn't even so the meal funny. yet.
1: Can I just say from an outside point of view, he did not seem he seemed fine. Like
0: No, th- everything was mind, getting dark to me. In
1: his mind, it took him thirty five minutes getting off the chair and it just looked like just normal No, like, and then like walking
0: to the bathroom like i f- i forgot how and i'm like st- i and then i was like am i stomping like what like and then i like tripped over a chair and i felt like i broke it and i was looking at it i i, and I get i get into the bathroom and i looked at my face and i was like i gotta get out of here so i went up to you and at this point the meal was over yeah um everyone and was, I sort was of setting mingling. up
1: actually i mean i was i i I had brought in all of these easels, so I was pulling them apart. And, I mean, we couldn't
0: just leave. No, no, but I came up next to you, and I whispered, I was like, we gotta go. Yeah. you're like, why? And I was like, I'm not okay right now. Yeah. And you were like, okay, do do you want to help me load up things? (laughs) And I was like, yes. So I started carrying easels to the car, and I swear, I got out to my car, and I couldn't figure out how to put how to pick up the easel and put it in my trunk. Like I I was, I couldn't function. Yeah. I was not okay. That's and once scary. again, at this point, still, I don't know, like maybe this was the beginning of the salad hitting me. Like I, this was not even, yeah, I wasn't even because getting. Because
1: it takes a while for things. Yeah.
0: Think of it like every 45 minutes I was hit by a new meal and there right. was a five course meal and drinks. Yeah. So long story short or long story long, I guess, when we get back home, that's sort of when it all hit me, and I couldn't talk. I couldn't communicate. Um, I he, thought I scrambled my brain. He like, kept
1: saying, like, oh, my God. All I
0: could say was, oh, my God. And even though I would try and say something else to Amanda, all that would come out was, like, a groan or, oh, my God. I was really concerned that I scrambled my brain.
1: Like you thought that was it. That's just yep. how you became. I had
0: convinced myself that that was how how it was going to be for the rest of my life.
1: That's so scary. It's a nightmare. Yeah, I was like,
0: tra- I was trapped in my own head. Yeah, and um, it, it lasted through the next day. You
1: did actually tell me to call the ambulance at one point.
0: <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not laughing. It's not funny. You but are laughing. <laughs> I'm laughing, but I'm not. I don't mean to laugh. I'm uncomfortably laughing because I really. Yeah, yeah. it really did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, that was a mistake. <laughs> yeah, I failed that night for sure. Yeah, and I screwed up. But I, you know, it was another reminder to trust my gut. And I guess another thing that I took away from that too is, uh, you know, I got this great story to tell now. Yeah, and I love telling stories. Yeah, and entertaining people. And this is just another tool to entertain. Yeah, that's a stretch, but. <laughs> I like the uh, the instincts part.
1: Yeah, of it. but now I feel like you're more careful.
0: Definitely. Yeah. No more edibles. Yeah. No more. Never again.
1: Yeah, those those could be dangerous sometimes.
0: What what are other things that can come from these defining moments?
1: I think a big one that everybody can relate to, um, that will happen to everybody in their life, is failed relationships and failed friendships. Mm-hmm. So, there are a lot of friendships that, you know, I grew up around. I actually think I had a dream about something like this. Um,
0: Last time. Yeah. What?
1: <laughs> I think maybe because we were talking a little bit about it. Um, yeah, a lot of times we have friendships or we're in a relationship. And when it ends or when it fails or it's, it, we feel like, It's so horrible, but just because we're so used to being for this person's friend for so long and Uh. you just can't imagine, you know, them not being in your life. But I think that whenever something like this happens and you try to make things work and it's just not and you're feeling like having this person in your life is bringing more negativity than positivity and you're just being their friend because you're comfortable and because you've known them for so long. So you've kind of feel like. Why wouldn't you be? I mm-hmm. think that that's a wrong reason to stay in contact with somebody. And I think you know, at least for me, whenever I've had these things happen, it's always kind of opened a door mm-hmm. for a new positive right. person to come into my life. It's like every time you close a door on one thing, it opens a door for something else. yeah, and um, I'm really glad that all of those, you know the friendships that have failed or it's, you know, sometimes it's just, you see the world differently. You grow set, you kind of grow in different ways and it just doesn't make sense anymore to, you know, have that friendship keep going. But I am so glad that all of my, that they have failed and the two past relationships that I was in before Joey, I am so thankful that they have failed because they have led me to the most incredible person. I- hello my beautiful husband who is so sweet and funny and kind and it's just amazing so i think that every time something goes wrong or a relationship ends i think it's actually something good and you should be excited because you never know who you're gonna meet and what that closed door will open yeah the door to somebody else
0: yeah that's on un- you're you are unbelievable. Yeah. Actually, no. I
1: think my grammar was wrong on that sentence, but you know what I
0: mean. Your grammar? Yeah. Sounded good to me. <laughs> you that's amazing. That's so well put. And there's so many people who need who need to hear that and needed to hear that just now. Yeah. Um
1: It's a hard one. It's very hard to, you know, have that
0: I could see that being a really hard one too, if if you're in the middle of that, if you're yeah. in that right now, to mm-hmm. not be able to see that at the end, but to hear it from you right now. I'm sure has got to be nice to hear. Yeah. It's so true. I mean, look at our lives right now. I know. We're, we are both like the happiest we've ever been.
1: We really are. And I think that the reason for that is because of the things that we've have, experienced have gone wrong that yeah, have led us to where we are here. 100%. And like I said before, I don't know if I said it in this podcast, but one of my favorite sayings is that I never lose. I either win or I learn.
0: I never lose. Mm-hmm. I either When or I I learn, learn. exactly. It's great.
1: So, great. for example, the last Monopoly game that we played with Bianca, now I know. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you have
0: all of the... It doesn't matter if you have uh, every property in the game.
1: You just need some hotels. That's all you need.
0: <laughs> and the railroads. Yeah, the railroads. Those are tricky. So, Those I, I
1: learned. I'm ready for our next Monopoly yeah, you know game. What? Bring it on, Bring Bianca. Bring it on, Bianca. We're ready for you for round two. <laughs> um, for, yeah, my, we play Monopoly with my... Um, we got our butts kicked. Yeah. Even though she,
0: we both had every property.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we played Monopoly with my sibling, and Bianca just kicked both of our butts. I had so much property. it was, I had every single street, I would say. Every side. Or whatever you didn't
0: have, I had.
1: Right. She only had the railroads, the railroads and then one property oh, with yeah, the yeah, hotels, yeah. Oh, right. and we, like,
0: she just. We just landed on hers every role. Yeah,
1: we, we were done for. Yep. Anyways. So we learned. Yeah, we did. We didn't lose. We didn't lose. No. No, <laughs>
0: no way. I never lose. I either win, win or, or I, I learn. learn.
1: Yes. Love it.
0: And I love you. I love you too. You are you are unbelievable. You are an inspiration you. to be around every <laughs> single day. You. you make everything so freaking exciting you, you. and yeah. great. And I love you very much.
1: I love you too. This was fun. This was so fun. Thank you everybody for joining in. I hope that um, this episode helped no matter where you are in yeah. your life or what's going on. Also, I want to add one more thing. Oh, everything is temporary. Sometimes we let a quote unquote failure feel like, Oh, like the world is ending or something really bad, but every single thing is temporary. Everything will pass this. Everything is going to pass just like things in the past. Just think of a failure or something that happened in your past. That was so horrible and you didn't think you could get out of Mm -hmm. you. You got out of it. So you can get out of whatever you're going through right now. Yeah. Just want to add that to 100%. But, um, but yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you guys. I hope that you liked this episode. Um, and I hope you're having an amazing day and I appreciate all of your nice comments and messages and reviews on iTunes. We just got a couple more this last week. Um, shout out to all of you. I feel like, well, next time we'll pull them up with our names, but shout out to you guys. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. We, we read them and, uh,
0: we read them. We sing them. We we get so excited when we yeah. Get we set.
1: We text them to each other. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So thank you guys. Thank you for those, and thank you for listening. So we're taking the... off. We're leaving town tomorrow. Yeah. We're going to Florida. Florida. We're going to My Florida. hometown.
1: <laughs> well, not really. We're actually going to go to Boca, but I'm from Fort Lauderdale. But anyways, we're going to Florida. Yep. It's gonna be fun. Yep. And we'll see you guys next week. By the way, I don't know if you've caught on, but oh. we have been posting these. Podcast every single Wednesday, so we have more of a routine going on. Mm -hmm. So see you guys next week. Bye. We love you, and I love you. Love you too. I love you guys. And And you and you. And you.